Do your neighbors judge you when you run around like a madman to the mailbox? Are you spending the last of your paycheck on a book of stamps? Do you find yourself printing form letters at 3 o'clock in the morning? Well, welcome to Autographers Anonymous. Hey, what's up, Autograph Addicts? Before we start the show, just want to give you a little warning. Uh, we did have some technical difficulties during this episode. Uh, Mike's internet went in and out, so he sounds a little robotic, in and out. And also, uh, Ben's background noise has got a little loud, so we apologize for that. And we will try to fix it on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Autographers Anonymous, a place where we discuss our addiction to the greatest hobby in the world. Let's go around the room. What's up, guys? It's Mike from the Autograph Network, a.k.a. The Godfather, and I may or may not be wearing pants. <laughs> and this is Chase from Chasing Inc., and don't judge a signed book by its book plate. Hey, it's Troy, a.k.a. TTM Troy, and I love the smell of Sharpies in the morning. Hey, I'm Ben. I don't got a cool nickname, and I was not selected into the 2019 NBA draft. That you know of. You can still make the, the G League, bro. Uh, and my name is Zane Savage, and swag is coming. So be prepared for that. And Mike put on some pants. Troy, <laughs> stop getting high before the shows. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, start off with our returns for the last two weeks. Let's start off with Mikey Boy. All right, guys, had a pretty good week uh, with TTMs, and I got some purchases. So we'll go into the purchases first. Uh, my buddy Stacy Schaefer, formerly of Autographers Anonymous. Where are you, Stacy? I uh, bought some stuff from him. Got the John Legend. Four by six, Jason Momoa, Game of Thrones, Aquaman, uh, some wrestling stuff that I needed. I missed out on Mia Yim, who was at uh, NXT. She was Jade in uh, Impact Wrestling, newly U.S. champion, Ricochet. He's going to be stood. Uh, got the Dolph Lundgren. Ivan Drago from Rocky. Uh, I missed out on him the first time. I'm resending, but got the Tony Dorsett with the Heisman Trophy inscription. And Chubby Checker, <laughs> musical legend. So that's what I got from Stacy. A um, couple of eBay purchases. I bought a lot of football autographs. Just so you guys uh, know, he is still alive. Stacy is still alive, so don't is. worry about it. <laughs> uh, Deuce McAllister on an old Miss photo. Uh, Hall of Famer Sam Jones, longtime uh, Steeler. Fake. I'm Fake. <laughs> Jerome Bettis, the bus, another Steeler. See, that's got the official uh, NFL logo on it. I mean, it's real. It's uh, basically a uh, Different lots. Basketball, Bob Cousy. Pen kind of faded on that one, but still cool. Uh, Frank Howard with the 1960 NL rookie inscription. Nice-looking photo. Fergie Jenkins, longtime Cub, Hall of Famer. Beautiful signature still. 
Uh, Kenny Houston, Football Hall of Famer. Hmm. Nice. Uh, John Henry Johnson, Football Hall of Famer. And here, here's the big one. You guys brace yourselves. Not Jose Canseco. Twin, <laughs> twin brother Ozzy Canseco. Jose's signing. So, yeah, I'm going to say, did we yes. ever do that to see if that was real or not? Did he actually sit in at autograph signings? And, and he did. Stuff? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy is uh, Jose's twin brother, and he did sit in for signings for Jose when Jose was big. Terrible. Um, yeah, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> um, I, I did buy this. This was part of the lot, and I will probably get this uh, authenticated just because you can't see it. Um, it's written in pen. But this is smoking Joe Frazier. So if this comes back authentic, I didn't pay much for the lot, but if this comes back authentic, um, it will triple my money for what I paid for the lot. Uh, it's very hard to see. It's black, uh, written in blue ballpoint pen. So worth, worth a shot for the money I paid. Um, now on to the TTMs. Had a good week. I'll show this one. I wrote to the guy who replaced uh, Carol Spinney, who is Big Bird. Um, didn't get my photos back. Got a nice form letter from Big Bird himself. But I did get this. Nice 8 by 10 signed by uh, Grover, Murray, Cookie Monster, and Bert. Not not Bert and Ernie, just Bert. So, very what cool. Sign? Preprint. Not a preprint, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can flip uh, that on the my... bay for like 100 bucks, man. <laughs> sure. All right. So, got some 4 by 6 photos. Ron, Ron Jones, if you guys have followed me on YouTube, you guys know I've collected pretty much everyone that I can uh, associated with the Kennedy assassination. He was one of the doctors in the ER. There's trauma one where they took Kennedy at Parkland Hospital. So I got my first day cover, got the Parkland Hospital, and then the overview of Dealey Plaza. So starting to wind down on that because most people I've gotten or you know, at this point, they're not around anymore because that happened in 1963. Mm -hmm. uh, Robbie Draymond, voice actor. If you guys have watched Star Wars, uh, he voiced the eighth brother. Here's a better shot with the Inquisitors. And he also voiced uh, Spidey in the Spider-Man universe uh, cartoon movie. And, and let's see. If you guys remember... I got five uh, eight by tens from Boss Rutan, the MMA fighter. I didn't get my uh, four by six photos back in that envelope, and then a week later, I got my four by six photos from Boss Rutan. Hmm. So he ended up signing all three. So nice class act for a UFC Hall of Famer. I was surprised this one came back. This was a long time. Uh, I would kind of consider him a Hollywood legend, but this is Robert Wagner. Hmm. Controversial sign. Yeah. Yeah. Sign <laughs> a couple old photos, but most of most of you young kids will remember him as number two from Austin Powers. Who does number two work for? <laughs> so got him. Uh hockey hall of famer Martin St. Louis. Played for my Tampa Bay Lightnings. They retired his number. Michael, your video is up signing out, my friend. I can still see me. We I'm down there in the thumbnail. <laughs> we cannot see you. <laughs> oh, okay, you're back. Uh, right. You're good now. 
<laughs> okay, now I'm back. Uh, Martin St. Louis, they won a Stanley Cup with Tampa Bay. Got the Stanley Cup photo, which is great, and played for the Rangers. So he signed three, which is a little surprising because he normally signs one or two. Uh, did get voice actor and signed on the back. This is Elliot Field. He was one of the voices in the Flintstones, and as most old people do, mm. signed the back of my photo. Which uh, no big deal. <laughs> Which voice, Mikey? Huh? Which voice? Um, did he? Such a big fan Mr. of him that you wrote to him, huh? Mister Bedrock. Okay, good job. <laughs> uh, he also Snoop, Snooper, and Blabber. Mm-hmm. He was a voice mm. in there. They did sign that one on the front, so uh, did send a nice, yeah, <laughs> did send a nice note too. Uh, he's got to be way up there in age. Uh, I always like when this happens. Uh, got a note from umpire Dale Scott, who is retired, um, but I sent him. Hmm. Must have sent four photos. Usually, I don't send four, but um, I sent this one. This is him and Sparky Anderson. And he wrote a nice note here, said, uh, can I get a copy of that photo? This was my first manager ejection on <laughs> June 15th, 1986 in Toronto. So I I will gladly uh, fill that request. I always do that. People write um, for, their, for their photos. Not a problem. Uh, Cookie Rojas, former major league player, played for the Royals and the Phillies. So pretty cool return. He's getting up there in age. I uh, got a couple astronauts in again, send the space shuttle photo because I think space shuttle is such a cool looking shot. Uh, Troy went to space camp, by the way. I did <laughs> as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, this is uh Tony England, by the way. And he was a backup to the Apollo astronauts. And then later, for uh, the Skylab, Very I cool. believe. Yeah. So he, he's been in the NASA <laughs> program for a long time. Uh, last one I'm going to talk about. Oh, actually, I got one before I get to that one. Uh, Paul Warfield is like a football mm-hmm. Hall of Famer. He actually signed two, which is surprising because um, I did get a very long note. Uh-oh. That said, uh, handwritten. Love it. That he is, yeah, he's no longer going to be signing. He's under contract. Didn't say who he's with the contract with, but he is uh, unable and unwilling to sign anything else through the mail. So I shared that with, you know, the TTM groups. Um, he's just not going to sign anymore. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if he's just cranky or if he actually did sign with somebody, um, but I did get two from him. Dear person I signed for, <laughs> I'm not going to yeah. sign any more stuff, but I'm going to write this letter that's going to yeah. take 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a full page and signed down at the bottom. Wow. So, I have one nice. of those from Chuck Benarik. <laughs> I will not sign your stuff, but I'll sign this letter. Yep. Um, I did get a nice letter back <laughs> today, actually, from one of the astronauts, uh, Ed Gibson. So I sent the portrait couple cool space shots there he is doing a spacewalk um astronauts have some of the coolest photos um he was actually part of uh skylab so there it is orbiting the earth yeah he's got a really cool limited edition book uh he wrote a book and then if you get the signed limited edition it's got like sally ride and like four moonwalkers 
um, awesome. signed in there. It's really nice. So that's how I know him. Cool. Sold that thing. Yeah, he uh, he actually wrote a, a nice letter too and said he'd be willing to sign some stuff. Um, Ask him for his limited edition book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for auto yeah, autographs for a cure. So yeah. I'll take advantage of that and send some stuff to him. Uh, last one I want to show here. Uh, I want to say thank you to Caleb from Caleb Cards on uh, YouTube. He wrote to him. His name is Robert Johnson. And the reason I wanted to send to him is because I saw this photo. Didn't know much about it. Then I started doing some research. He's a retired U.S. Navy vet um, and did, I think, three expeditions to the South Pole back in the 30s. And this was just a cool shot. Uh, they called this little guy here Polar Pete. And I thought it was such a cool photo. And, <laughs> you know, when I started doing more research, it was a great story. Um, there they are putting the flag down in the South Pole. And this, again, this was late 30s, early 40s. That's the ship they they uh, sailed down, one of the old wooden ones. So just just a cool piece of history. But um, I got a nice two-page note from his wife. Uh, he is 99 years old, and they said they probably are done signing because they did get uh, about 10 requests, and he's just he's tired, not in the best of health. Um, but they did send uh, some 8x10s to me. So the same, same shot with Puller Pete. And they labeled them on the back. Um, cool shot here. The ship with the sled dogs. Ship there. What they took down. One of the expeditions. Another, another one there that he signed. He signed all of them in a nice letter. So I'll, I'll definitely write back to his wife and thank her for, you know, doing stuff mm -hmm. like that. Because that's, that's something I do, too. If I get a return... Some of the greatest returns I've ever gotten are from non-celebrities. Uh, they take the time. They care that somebody wrote to them. Uh, if you guys ever get something like that, just take a time to send a quick note just to say thank you. Uh, I think it means the world to them, too. So um, that's that's about it for this week. Uh, kick it over to Troy Boy. Sure. Uh, got a couple or a few purchases for the 91 Don Russ set. I'm kind of running out of people to write to for that. So I'm about not even halfway there and starting to buy some. So uh, I got Dave road or roadie. Sorry, John, will tell me, <laughs> John will tell me how to pronounce it. Right. He's in there. Uh, Mark Davis. Hey, John, <laughs> uh, Bob Kipper. It's actually uh, Kuiper. No, that's the other guy. I, I'm I joking. Actually, it's not Kuiper. I actually <laughs> did a Kuiper before. So. Uh, Pat Borders, that's the easy one. Um, and this one was the most expensive one. I think it was 12 bucks. Uh, the Cecil Fielder MVP card. So there was no way I was going to get that. Um, so that all is, you forgers out there, if you want to make some money, you get, you buy that set. I don't. Forge a yeah. whole set and put it on eBay. I'm actually kind of worried about that, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, it's good. I got him an IP, so uh, it uh, looks So as far as TTMs, you probably saw on Instagram, it was a, a good couple of weeks. This was um, a few weeks worth here, but let me just pick some out. Uh, I'm sure... Chase Prawley has this one. Mike Prawley. <laughs> you see what I did there? I, I see, did. Yeah, see his name? 
there. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, Phil Garner. And then I get, this is a huge success. Um, Brian Prop from the NHL. I sent him two cards, uh, this, this tops and a score. And he sent me back two signed business cards and three additional cards. So Brian Prop. Um, Props to Prop. Yeah. And uh, current player that I have not posted yet, uh, Ryan, Zimmer Ryan Zimmerman. It's my first time out of three that I've gotten Ryan Zimmerman. So. I like that he goes out of his way to personalize it so you can't sell it. Yeah, well, he's on the Nationals. So. Yeah, no, as long as you get something. Yeah. Um, and then there's just a bunch of other cool ones here. I'll just pick one more, one or two more out. Uh, Raleigh Fingers. Now, he usually charges. I actually got a price guide asking me to send $15 after the fact. I think we talked about oh, that type of, We talked about that on a previous podcast, whether you do it <laughs> yeah. for the karma or not. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, jury's still out there. I haven't decided yet. Send him some Monopoly money. Send him $15 in <laughs> <of> Monopoly money. <laughs> And then uh, this was an interesting one. If Schaefer was here, he'd know this guy. Uh, Barry Evans signed my – these 82 Fleers were like my favorite growing up. And I think I might have seen the video where I got, actually got the Cal Ripken Jr. I'm still waiting for it to be graded. But he also sent me this weird trifold that um, – talks about how he loved – Wait a second, Troy. Ben. You got something going on that's yeah. making noise and keep shooting a video over to you, man. Oh. Oh. So he sent me a, really uh, a testimonial, like four by six trifold with uh, how he found uh, religion. But the interesting thing was the very last line where it says, I uh, hope to see you in heaven. And hopefully that's not for a while. Um, <laughs> as a cyanide tablet in the envelope so <laughs> but that was kind of that was kind of interesting but i still uh still have a bunch to go through and i'm told that i thought i had closed my p.o box in california and i was doing a project that i actually wanted a california hollywood p.o box so i reopened it and they're like oh yeah your mailbox is full because they never actually closed it and I thought they'd just RTS anything that I got in. So I'm going to be going there next week and hopefully I'll have some cool stuff. So yeah, that's, that's exciting. That's and like one, a, a totally unexpected Christmas for you. Yeah. And I so. did do one weird send last week. Um, <laughs> uh, Jason Payne, uh zombie collector. He did this weird reply to me on Facebook once. And I, I just had to find out who this person was. And I sent a, yellow kazoo to the kazoo kid from that viral video a few years ago and uh, we'll see if that comes back so yeah he's like 30 so. or 40 now but but uh he's down there in missouri so i figured i'd i'd try one down there the uh walmart dancing kid uh yodeling kid uh yeah. literally like 15 minutes away from me so oh yeah there's main people Ramsey. everywhere <laughs> but uh, that's what i got uh ready and prepared for you so 
Sweet. Why don't Why don't we head over to Chase? Okay. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out what you're pointing at. I don't know. Yeah, because <laughs> it was the wrong way. Oh. <laughs> All right. First one here I got back uh, pretty uh, lengthy, I guess you could say. 537 days it took to get these back from Tom Johnson. They're twins. Yep. You, got, you got to wait for a good Johnson, man. You just got to yeah. wait. Isn't that, isn't that our second Johnson of the night? Wasn't there another... Anyway, I don't know. I see, I see five Johnsons here. <laughs> Got uh, one back from Jose Leclerc. Yep, he's he's been a good signer this year. Got uh, Gary Ward. I already have all my Ranger cards signed by him, so one with some Tigers. And then one from my 91 Fleer set. Tom Grieve, which if anybody wants his Ranger Stadium and – He's uh, probably not going to be there too much longer. He's He's been taking more and more time off. He's the TV announcer right now, but I don't know if he's going to be there much longer. Um, next one, David Clyde. We got uh, two here from Burt Campanaris. Nice. And then he used to charge, didn't he? He used to, and he used to do one per. I sent yeah. two, and these both both came back. I got uh, sent off to Matthew Modine, but he signed him on the back. Oh. I mean, it still looks great, but hey, maybe uh, if you're watching Matthew, do him on the front. <laughs> Being picky about free stuff. I'll tell hey. you what, it's Chase. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll try again and ask him to sign on the front. I don't know. Dude, you uh, got to do what they do with the private signings and put the little stickers. Be like, sign right here. Mm-hmm. Put this inscription. And then put your butt print right here. And then, uh thumb print right here. Just so we know it's you. But that's that's all I got. It was pretty uh pretty slow couple weeks for me. Benny boy, did you track anybody down the last couple weeks? No, 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 no. I'm not like a stalker or anything. That just sounds weird. Well, I, <laughs> I said that word. I didn't bring that word up. <laughs> so um, for those of you who aren't uh, used to seeing Ben on the podcast, Benny Boy is what uh, we call an IPer. If you're in the hobby, you obviously know what an IPer is. It's um, IP first, daily. Yeah, he pees daily. <laughs> um, he basically you know, goes out and uh, finds events to get signatures from people. Um so you got nothing to report back for the last two weeks, huh, buddy? Uh, not really, except I got Chase some stuff signed. Um, it's a uh, minor league no game. Yeah, yeah, minor league games. Those off last episode. Yeah, I got some. I, I go to minor league games a lot. So, um, and pretty much that's basically it so far. Um, and yeah, I, I don't really got much. Got I coming up. Time. Yeah, you got you got a certain uh, thing you're going to coming up with. Uh, you want to talk no, about it? I like to remain anonymous at those things. I like to blend in. I don't know. I just not, don't like to stand out too much. Sure. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. Well, we'll move yeah. on to my returns, <laughs> which is nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on a plan to get, start TTMing again past the little cards. So uh, bear with me. Um, we'll move on to the Collector's Chronicles. And uh, this week's Collector's, uh, no, not Collector's Chronicles. I'm sorry. The TTM Tool Review. 
wrote down the time. wrong thing. The TTM tool review of the week is uh, actually the autograph card. Um, and Mike's going to explain what those are right now. All right, guys. Uh, <clears throat> if you go to, I'm going to read these off, facebook.com backslash the autograph card or on Twitter, twitter.com backslash autograph card. So the first one is the autograph card on Facebook. Twitter is backslash just autograph card. They make custom cards for your autographs. So a lot of us collect photographs, baseballs. If you don't have a certain photo of somebody, you can get these pretty cool looking customs. And what it is is basically just a blank card that you can carry around and get anyone signed. It's not a person specific. They do have uh, genres. This is an outstanding American, the autograph card. And this is signed by Ted Koppel. So he's a outstanding American. ABC Nightline News. Dude, you need to get one of those signed um, by OJ. <laughs> outstanding American. Outstanding American. Uh, this one is actually, let's see. Um, next one I'm going to show you is the artist card. And this is a blank one. And we'll talk more about this in just a minute. But on the back, they have, you can put the name, notes, and date it was signed. Uh, so here is what the back looks like. So you can keep track of who you're getting. And just to show you guys what this looks like, you can get something like this. Uh, this is Norm Brayfogel. And he was a comic book artist. And he sketched a little Batman. It probably took him just a minute or two to sketch. And then he signed down here. So that looks pretty awesome to get one of these back. And it's, it's a hint. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hand sketch. You know, not everyone's going to do it. I've gotten some back that people just sign, but some of these guys will take you know a couple minutes and sketch you a quick little drawing. There's a Batman, and that's what it looks like. Um, there are some other companies out there that make custom uh, photos. Uh, I know the autograph card does make. A they have a hockey one up in the left, top left, and top right is a baseball. Looks like you can sign on the sweet spot. Bottom left is a basketball, and bottom right is a football. And then they, uh, if you want to go to, I'm sure you can see it doesn't have a website listed, but go on their Facebook and Twitter. Uh, join us on Facebook and Twitter and be the first to hear about special offers and new product announcements. So uh, pretty cool because you can you can carry these around. You run into somebody, you know, you don't have a specific photo of them. You can get something signed. It's basically like an index card, but it's nice card stock. It's just like, you know, a, a baseball card. Carry these around, fit in your back pocket, have it signed by pretty much anybody. So they, it's, well, a, a, it's a, a pretty cool. They won't sign an index card, you know. Correct. Refuse, yeah. so. Correct. That's something they will sign, yep. unless you're Fred Lynn. Yeah, yeah. That's all you sign. <laughs> well, here's yeah. why they do that. I go to a Milo minor league games. So does Chase, and um, their agents tell them not to sign because what they can do now is um, it is a blank background. But what they fear uh, agents is that the uh, they use those and put them on a check and you can make digital checks like that and create bank fraud. I've, I've heard stories from 
random minor leaguers about that stuff. So right. it's it's check fraud is what they're scared about, or any other random document fraud. So right. that's why. But they'll happily sign those baseball cards. Like exactly. Baseball cards. Yeah, 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 I showed these off in a different episode. These are some, some that I make for minor league games. It's got the logo. Mm -hmm. There, there's still a few people who won't sign these, but uh, I do get a, get quite a bit of these signed. Is that uh, is that other company that used to sponsor the podcast uh, still around? Zane, the old uh, podcast, Rackers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think Rackers is still around. They also do this. Um, they do yeah, some other right. stuff nowadays too, on top of it. I think they do some authentication yeah. and um, other services. But um, Rackers is definitely another alternative for these uh, autograph cards. Um, so yeah, I've actually got some examples. So uh, we'll just, we'll we'll go Rackers cards. Okay, go ahead, John. Rackers cards. Since we're doing this, um, same same concept. This is it's like a, a movie theater type. This is uh, Peter Cullen, voice of Optimus Prime. And give you an example. This is the Rackers hockey card. Gary Bettman signed that one up there. Uh, they did a football one. Sebastian Janikowski. And they did a ring one, which you can use for wrestling, boxing. Uh, that's signed by Hillbilly Jim. So there's there's different companies out there that you can get um uh, you know, custom cards made, blank cards for autographing. But um, the reason that we brought up this one, and I'll explain later in the show, um, but that is, these are the autograph card blanks that you can get. Yep. Um, let's go ahead and move on to our topic for the day. And it's an interesting one. If Ben will stop moving his phone, we'll, we'll talk about it. Um um it's how to spot a fake um these are just some tips this isn't all the tips obviously there's a lot that goes into spotting a fake um this is going to be mostly talking about ttms but it can also be um applied to purchases um but uh the first subtopic on this is auto pins stamps and preprints those are the ones that are the biggest culprits you're going to see especially in ttming um, you're going to hear everybody talk about those. Number one is going to be probably auto pen. Then you're going to hear people talk about preprints, and then you're going to hear people talk about stamps because uh, stamps are, are not as prevalent as they used to be, actually. Um, technology has increased to make things more realistic to fake things. Um, but auto pens, um, you guys pop in if you uh, hear anything you disagree with. But uh, the main thing on auto pin is start and stop points. Um, every time there's a line that ends, you're usually going to see some form of a dot. Um, the new modern auto pin machines are getting better at this. And I've seen some uh, dots on some things and some not dotted which is kind of getting scary because it's showing that the auto pin machines maybe get to the point where it'll be a lot harder to detect. Um, and so you look for those dots. Um, and once you find the dots, um, you're like, okay, I suspect this is an auto pin. It's probably an auto pin. What I do is go search on star tiger. Cause it's a gigantic um, image gallery that you can choose from to check signatures. And, see if anything matches pin stroke by pin stroke and if you find one or two that do pin pin stroke by pin stroke everything's the same it's most likely definitely an auto pin um you guys have any other tips on that 
just just real quick for anybody that doesn't know an auto pen machine is a machine that replicates writing they take basically you have to have a template of somebody's actual signature and then it's a machine that basically draws the autograph so it is someone's actual autograph drawn by a machine right and it's a lot uh it's very common in politics um becoming increasingly popular in entertainment and music which is scary because that was usually um you were safe there um the studio i think the um studios and the management companies that did ttms started this uh back in the day actually were um studio fan mail were those all auto pen were those all preprints or were some auto pen because I, I remember there was discussion yeah. see that's what i thought but some people were talking about like maybe there were some auto pens but because I, I think there were some signatures possibly in different places but it's the same looking signature anyways um yeah so and, and so celebrities have gotten so i'm sorry celebrities have gotten so used to people selling autographs that the bigger they get there's multiple auto pens right so yeah. i think arnold palmer was one just because you know you get let's say you send two photos and you have two separate signatures does not mean it's authentic mm -hmm. he had multiple auto pens yeah. and that's just a, a template he signed two different templates and they can run it through two different two different styles of handwriting yeah. dk in chat brought up the fact that uh they also have some jagged loops and lines um that is increasingly not the case uh, uh as they get better and better yes uh all the old school stuff uh, pretty much has the jagged loops but uh, i feel like the machines are getting better there's still some people with some older machines but well uh, i think that's a good good thing to you know just briefly talk about and i think you did it on a previous podcast or something but the old auto pen machines with the little where it was a circle mm -hmm. attached to an arm and it traced the circle and you put your I'm sorry, that was off screen. <laughs> you know, uh, so you have the little signature wheel here and attached to the arm and it signs it. But nowadays you don't really need that little source engraving. They can take them from an SD card and digitize it and hook it straight up to a, a machine too. So yeah, yeah, it's getting a lot trickier, um, but we'll always have some evidence toward auto pens, I think, uh, at least in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. I don't see him perfecting it now. If they did some, if they could somehow change it, like um, have some algorithm that changed variations automatically to where there was unlimited variations, that would crush. Like yeah. that, that would crush the autograph world. Where you're like, okay, well, at this point, it's impossible. But now, um, there, there's one thing about auto pens, though. The more complicated the autograph, the harder the machine is for to to figure out where to start and stop. A uh, perfect example is Dustin Johnson, the uh, the golfer. Uh, his auto pen, you know, it basically reads Dustin Johnson, but his actual signature looks nothing like that because the auto pen machine, the way it works, it has to know where to start and where to stop. Mm -hmm. And when lines cross, it, it has a hard time figuring that out. So a lot of times the auto pen has a signature that looks very clean, running from left to right and it doesn't have a lot of loops and crosses so you'll you'll see a variation in somebody's autograph and look at dustin johnson 
look at his, you know, actual in-persons or certified stuff compared to his auto pens on uh, star tiger. And I've, I've got one somewhere that I could show you, but it's very left to right. And you can read Dustin Johnson because the mm -hmm. auto pen machine has to know where to start and where to stop. Right. Yeah. Um, anybody else got anything else on auto pens before we move on to stand? Uh, let's do preprints next. Preprints. Okay. We'll move on to preprints. So preprints, um, the, the light test is the easiest one. Um, not always fully conclusive, but it's like 90% uh, trust trustworthy. You uh, take, especially if it's a glossy photo, and that's the, yeah, it pretty much has to be a glossy photo to do, to do the light test uh, unless you guys have other information. Um, so basically you take the photo and you lean it up toward the light where the shine hits it from the light. And you can see a variation in the live ink on the photo or it doesn't do anything and the photo reflects off of it just uh, the signature just like the photo and in that case it would be a preprint mm -hmm. so um that is the easiest way to tell on that i have trouble because i work with a lot of paper and paper is a lot harder to tell preprints um than photos so i use this little doodaggy on on preprints but i hate preprints i think because they're like like i said photos are kind of easy but paper it, it makes my life a living hell um and i use this thing mm -hmm. and it zooms in on a micro level and you can actually see uh the spotting in the ink ink and compare it to other uh printed material on the page and see if it has the same spotting if it does have the same spotting, it's most likely printed. Um, if the ink is a different color and does not have the same spotting, um, it's usually a live signature. So um, that's how I tell on paper, which is a lot harder. Uh, you can get these on eBay for like, or uh, not eBay, but Amazon for like 10 bucks or less. Um, they hook in right into your phone and then you can zoom in with your phone. So um, anybody got anything else on preprints? I know a lot of the, the bigger name baseball players. If you send to them at the stadium, you'll get preprints back. You're right. So I mean, it's and, and the, the the one thing you can do to check that too, if if you have a preprint that you you know you're 99 sure that it's a preprint. If you take and it's a glossy photo, you take a dry erase marker and you know write on on the end of the autograph and a little spot, and then you dry erase it, and it doesn't come off. That's a preprint. Yep, that's a, that's a last resort kind of thing. I've used that a couple times, um, and that if you're if you're pretty sure it is, and you want to make sure, that is definitely a really good way to do it. Um, anything else on preprints? Uh, very common studio fan mail. It was mm -hmm. notorious. They still send them out. I think uh, yeah. if you get anything from studio fan mail, it's going to be preprints. Um, and I feel like preprints are not as popular as they used to be because people are smarter in the hobby. And, um, I feel like they're just moving away from them, moving more toward the auto pen way. Um, so that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. Um, stamps, let's talk about stamps, guys. Stamp signatures are the old school way of doing an auto pen. Um, <laughs> It's just like it sounds like it's um, a stamp signature. Now there are legit, there are legit signatures that are stamp signatures. Uh, hear me out. So Richard Pryor had this disease that basically rendered him 
like in a wheelchair and couldn't do a lot. And he wrote a book and he could not sign anymore, uh, but he could do stamps. So um, those stamp signatures by Richard Pryor were done in person and considered a live signature. Uh, also, the guy that um, I showed off this four or five shows ago, he had no arms, no legs. Uh, he also used a stamp um, because obviously he had trouble signing because all he had was his mouth. So he would use his mouth to do the stamp signature. Um, so there are legit signed stamp signature items. There's very rare. Uh, most Mostly it was signed back in the day and they didn't want to sign their mail. So they just stuck a stamp on there and, and called it a day. Um, I tend not to see this on photos as much because the transfer does not go well. I, I tend to see stamps on documents a lot more um, and books, but uh, you guys got anything on stamps? I got uh, one right here. <laughs> who is it? As Adrian Beltre. Yeah, that's who I was trying to think of. Yeah. yeah. And uh, also, uh, Nomar Mazzara for the Rangers right now. If you send anything to him, it's coming back rubber stamped. Uh, so, that's okay. I guess we didn't get into how to identify the, the, the stamp. It's probably the easiest to identify, in my opinion. Um, from what I recall from seeing all the stamps that I've seen, um, the outside the outside of the signature tends to be a, be a lot darker. The inside tends to be a lot lighter, possibly even bubbled. Um, and that's the telltale sign of a stamp. Um, yeah. It's got another thing is you can also do the light test on a stamp. Now it will show a difference. But if you look, there's no pin strokes inside the signature. It's just uh, like a solid, it's like a solid it, block. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can zoom in close enough on this to see. But, but yeah, yeah there's no pin strokes. In that yeah, you're right. You can see no pen strokes. It's just yeah, plus if you got plus, there's no overlapping. Yeah, if you got multiple and it's exactly the same, then you know. <laughs> yeah, and same or, rules as auto pen. If it's exactly the same, then you know. Well, Chase, can you hold that up again real quick? Sorry, I, I just noticed like one of the letters you can clearly tell. Yeah. Um, Closer to the is, end, you can, you can really see it. But you have to see if it's, there we go. Keep talking, Chase. Oh, it's like no, an L or no. anyway. Trying to get it to focus. There we go. Right there. There's a B E, the E. You can tell there's like a little bit of smudge from a stamp. Yeah. E and Beltray. And then the part of the B, like the, part where you know that you connect the b you can just tell they're right there yeah and the biggest thing guys you suspect these things and you do research to find out the truth so it's not like you see something and you know for sure i mean sometimes you you, you are 99 sure but you always double check to make sure your your premonitions are are true john yeah. snyder in the chat brought up a thing said uh, the, the examples i brought up are not legit uh he wouldn't call them legit um my point is they sell as legit um, the stamped signatures from Richard Pryor, um, when he could not sign, sell for the same prices as a, as a Richard Pryor signed book. So that's how I'm coming at that. Not so I know a lot of people wouldn't count that as legit, but if that's the only way he could sign at the time, then uh, I think a lot of people would count that same principle as the Stephen Hawking fingerprint books. Um, Stephen Hawking could not sign. So he fingerprinted books for the longest time. Um, now those go for less money than the signed items because Stephen Hawking signed items are one of the rarest things you can find. Although I found one. 
<laughs> and, and here's another one and mentioned about Beltrain. He actually had multiple stamps. It's the exact same signature. You can barely see it because it rubbed off in the envelope. But it's smaller for like vertical cards. Mm. Yeah. But you can see it a little better on that one. But yeah, it was still wet whenever you put it in the envelope and it just rubbed off. Stamps are the worst when it comes to rubbing off. You're going to get a lot of transfer on stamps because uh, I think they have to sit a lot longer than anything else. Wasn't so, the wasn't the Gene Wilder stamp like really obvious where you could see the the corners of the actual stamp because they oh really yeah I don't I, maybe something. I I wasn't uh, I wasn't around when that happened so mm -hmm. I, I don't know anybody else know that's what I remember but it's that's funny like it's like a, a legit like like with the box around it and everything yeah, yeah. No, that's funny all right well let's move on those are the obvious ones guys you're gonna deal with in <laughs> TTMs. Um, so if you're doing TTMing, those are the three that you really need to be brushed up on. Um, let's move on to flow and hesitation. Um, so, um, flow and hesitation basically <laughs> talks about, uh, where the signature is going, um, and how confident the signature is. Um, whenever you have a forgery, uh, this is where we're going to get into forgeries a little bit. Um, you're going to have somebody trying to copy a signature. A lot of times they get artists to try to do this because they tend to have a steadier hand on copying things. Um, but you're still going to see some hesitation in the signature where it would not be if somebody signed it thousands and thousands and thousands of times. So um, uh, if you go on eBay, uh, it's by far the easiest place to see this. 50% of the stuff on eBay is like ridiculously obviously fake. Um, so uh, go check out some of the... Uh, maybe PSA certified stuff compared to some of the stuff Joe Schmo's selling. Um, you know, and he's got like 10 Bryce Harper's. Um, Bryce Harper's maybe not a good example because his is kind of a quick signature. You'll see this a lot more with the more elaborate signatures. Um, it's definitely going to show there. Um, and uh, if it shows smoothness, uh, that's more of a sign of authenticity because a person's like i said has done this arm motion a thousand times um so this does not really apply to the professional forgers that uh, also make that movement a thousand times <laughs> um but it's all forgeries and they've been practicing um this is mainly just ebay scrubs we're talking about here on hesitation so mm -hmm. what do you guys think Yep. <laughs> no, the, you, you can definitely tell like somebody that's trying to to duplicate a signature, you'll see you'll see a kind of a shake because they're they're going slower and there's not that flow to a signature. Um, you know, but you do have the good forgers, the operation bullpen Mickey Mantles, they're <laughs> they're rampant. But you know, every time one pops up for sale, there's a thousand questions in every forum is this legit because they they got good at it yep They're, they've signed just as much as mantle yep. like close to, <laughs> if not more <laughs> at, at that point like um it becomes very tough but majority of the stuff you're gonna buy is not gonna be professionally like forged it's gonna be scrubs so uh be on the lookout for those hesitations uh the the best ones on eBay usually only have like one or two hesitations and they're minor, so you really got to look at it. Mm -hmm. But uh, they're there usually. Um, 
item age this is an obvious one but it's a fun one because i i've seen some ridiculous items um if you have a, a rob mansford baseball signed by babe ruth it may not be real <laughs> so um like you need to take into account what year the product was made and what year the person died not only that but you need to take into account what year the product was made and what signature the person had around that time for example if you have a 19 like 50 mickey mantle uh item well i guess it could be signed later i was gonna say he had a totally different signature in the 50s than he did like uh on um so i guess that case wouldn't apply because he could sign it later but um or if you uh, i'll do it this way if you have like a 1990s um, item of mickey mantle and it's signed with his 1950s early signature obviously a sign of a fake mm -hmm. can't happen um but uh, what do you guys think on that obvious topic? Oh, you guys, oh, well, what are some of the biggest examples? There's some other obvious ones, I guess, like um, the Sharpie. Like if they died before the Sharpie was invented. Perfect, nice yeah. Thing. Or sort of like, uh, Yeah, exactly. It came out a long time ago, but then like blue and silver are more, I mean, not, not necessarily blue, but like silver and gold uh -huh. and the metallic ones are, you know, in the last you know 20 years or so. One of the biggest fights I ever saw on the Facebook forums was over what year Sharpies came out. Because, <laughs> like, there was somebody who had an expensive signature in Sharpie and they were like defending it to the death. They're like, no, Sharpies came out in like 1942, dude. Yeah, well, before like, Sharpie, there was Marks a lot, which is pretty much the same thing, but it was a bigger, thicker marker. Well, you also so, have to think about commonality. Was were autographs usually signed in that though, or were they usually signed in ballpoint pen or or even fountain pen back in the day? So even if something was around, was it popular enough to be pause? Like yes, it could technically be signed in that early version of a sharpie, but if that was if that early version of sharpie was barely popular, then what are the odds that it's actually signed? So nineteen sixty four is when the sharpie came out so if you have something signed by <laughs> let's say ty cobb in a black sharpie chances are it's probably not legit or a, or a yeah and it's a baseball that's supposed to be an older baseball signed with a sharpie that came out before yeah <laughs> and you could still read it <laughs> I, I, I i seem to remember a case of somebody taking an authentic signature uh it was an older signature and it was fading so oh, no. the genius <laughs> decided to use a sharpie to go over the signature oh. to keep it uh, keep, to keep it live. Uh, I, I remember reading that story somewhere. So wow. well, yeah. there and, and there are exceptions, but not like if you get one of those cards that I think I talked about in a recent video or something that have the insert and you put a cut signature inside of a current product and people, you know, tops comes out with that one of one of Babe Ruth signed, whatever, but that's a completely different ball game. That exactly. Wait, that's a, bad I, I, and another good example yeah. of that is I've done this and it drives people crazy. It actually causes people not to buy the item. It drives them so crazy. Um, I'll sell a book that was published in 1933 the person that wrote the book died in 1928. I'll take a signature. Of, they signed some crappy book that's not famous. <laughs> put it in the book that was published in 1933 after they died as a cut signature, a book plate. And I will get a million emails. This can't be real. You know, it's in a book from 1933. He died in 1924. And I'm like, I mean, 
it's a cut yeah. signature, dude. It was cut from a piece of something <laughs> different, not this book. Right. So you got also got to pay attention to that stuff. But I think what you're talking about is, you know, modern products, like you said, going that other way. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. So last uh, subtopic here is sources. Um, where did the product come from? So, um, you get it, uh, TTM. Those are always suspected 24, seven, seven days a week. You got to suspect everything. And, um, a lot of people don't do that. Um, if you're collecting for yourself and you're never going to sell your collection, then, okay, you got me, you know, have at it, collect all you want, believe what you want. That's fine. But you, if you ever think there's a time where this stuff's going to get sold, um, you know, like going to go to somebody else and get sold or end up somebody else and, or you need getting money down the line, you need to at least mark stuff you suspect and do some research. I feel like that's one of the main things about being in the autograph, uh, business. And I think that's one of the main things the internet has really helped out with. Information is so plentiful now that it makes it so much easier to uh, know what you have um, with sources like Star Tiger. Mm -hmm. So um, so if it's TTM, always question the source, or always not the source, always question the authenticity. Um, if it's a buyer, uh, always look at two things. The reputation, obviously, feedback, all that stuff. That's the obvious stuff. Um, and the number two thing is look at their policy when it comes to refunds. Mm -hmm. Um, if these guys say 14 days, 30 days, uh, returns, no question asks, um, I would say that's a little sketchy, uh, as a dealer myself, uh, anything that's not a lifetime return policy is garbage. Um, if you're selling something, you should have confidence in that product that it's real. And if you don't have that confidence, you shouldn't be selling the product. Um, so those are the sellers that you want to go to that if you buy something and down the line, you get it certified or you do your research and feel uncomfortable mm -hmm. with it, you should be able to return that item for a full refund. Yeah. Um, so always take that into account. And if it, they don't have that policy, um, COA or not, COAs don't matter. Just, <laughs> you just, you just throw COA stuff out the window. I offer st store COAs mostly because people want them for gifts. But I put in my thing, I'm like, this is a store COA. Basically, this means nothing. This just tells you where the autograph came from. So um, anyways, mm -hmm. uh, what do you guys think? Definitely. I'll, I'll go from a uh, TTMer's point of view as far as like the source. Like if you send to somebody at you know a, a home address or their agency and you get something back from studio fan mail, there are businesses out there that handle people's fan mail and they'll send back preprints or auto pens studio fan mail. We touched on it is notorious for sending preprints. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's a guy, a company, uh, Sparky Taylor. If you get something back, if, you know, you'll send it, let's say, uh, I'm just throwing this out there. I don't think he's a client, but Robert Redford. Okay. And you get something back from Sparky Taylor and it's signed, you know, it, it's, probably going to be an auto pen or some kind of secretarial because that's that's their business they're in the business of you know providing fan mail services to higher up celebrities and so that's know your source too so if if you see something coming back you know it's going to be fake if it's coming from a studio fan mail or a sparky taylor 
Right. Anybody else? Another thing you want to watch for is if you're looking on like eBay, look at their other items. If they're selling like cards or pictures and everything signed in the exact same color, I mean, come on. I know there's a lot of people who collect only certain colors. Like everything's going to be blue, but every time you sign something, it's not always going to be blue. You get, right. you know, there's some times where, you know, you know, like I do like the live minor league games and major league games and stuff. There's sometimes I'll be holding my pin out and they they'll grab somebody else's pin and sign several other people's stuff with that <laughs> pin, which, yeah, it, it kind of drives me crazy sometimes. because I'm sitting here right here with my pin next to it. But, you know, it happens. And, you know, there there's some that, um, you know, if, if you know, it's like. If it's only signed in blue and is a dark color picture, you know, why didn't they sign that in silver or something? Right. That actually brings up a very good, or I'm throwing another subtopic on here. Okay. So um, the thing that drives me nuts are these cast sign posters. Okay. Mm. And the people that are forgers think it's a genius idea to sign in eight different colors because if it's signed in eight different colors, then we had to go a bunch of different places to get, uh, you know, all these signatures. Mm-hmm. It's eight different colors. And it, you can tell they just bought like an eight pack of Sharpies at the freak like store. <laughs> it's <laughs> like went to town, but like they think that that's tricking somebody. So watch for people that try to where they almost try too hard to make it appear that they got different signatures in different places. It's like, no, like. Uh, you would most likely stick to like maybe two sit- different colors, maybe three, like uh, maybe black, blue, and like silver or something like that. Um, the it drives me crazy those bright signed photos with eleven different colors on them mm-hmm. that people sell. Um, so it, uh, on top of that, if it's too good to be true, it probably is, but you can get lucky every once in a while. So if you have a cast signed poster of star wars realize think to yourself what does that entail to get that signed like what did somebody have to go through to get the entire cast of star wars a new hope signed um it's a lot like they would have to literally do a lot of iping that ben would know about a lot of work and (laughs) and and if they do that work they're not selling it for 150 dollars okay They're going to sell it for $1,000 or more easily because um, it took them a lot of work to get that done. So use common sense when it comes to that. Um, so that that just sparked my you – t- you were talking about the pens and stuff, and I was like, man, those popped in my brain. I was like, there's two more things we could talk about when it comes to authenticity to work out for. Another, another thing with ink and IP is that some people are notorious for only signing in one certain color. So if you, let's say Joe Schmo, he only signs in black and you got a blue signature. Well, you either tricked him the one time or it's clearly fake. Like they, some people are really good at telling like, nope, that's a blue pen. I'm not signing that, you know, because they do that because most people prefer blue and black they think devalues it but i mean it's a signature so whatever and to know that information you would have to be in the autograph forums on facebook and other places to really know the inside baseball for that stuff um but you can trick them there's ways to trick them like if i grab this pen over here it's just like um (laughs) (laughs) uh never mind 
man. But you can like, there's you, you can trick them, but there's ways to trick people. But like, the cap on it. Well, no, you. The way I hand people pen is that I hand it like this, like, and then I uncap it, so they have the pen, so they're not having to, you know, uncap it and stuff like that. So basically, it's it's. Well, Chase uh, brought I, up. A, can't you just put a different cap on it? Like on the back, like you got the pin open on one side and put the. Like, I mean, you could, could but... just put the blue on the black and the black on the blue. I mean, you could. That's yeah. Well, the that's this a simple answer. This this part will always be in color, though. Oh, too. that's true. Yeah, I, I yeah. forgot about. Yeah, I forgot Hi. about that. You yeah, could probably got... deconstruct those and put them back together if you really wanted to be evil. I got um, uh, was it Nana Visitor years ago uh, from Star Trek, and at the time she was, they were saying that she would not sign in a like a metallic paint pen because she had an allergy to that paint pen. Now, since then, Sharpie came out with like the silver and the gold and stuff, and you know apparently she can sign with that. But if you see something in that metallic paint pen that's signed by her, it's probably not real. I've right. had that happen once before. That's that's a that's a thing that's actually true though. Like right. some people cannot handle paint pens because of the smell. I've had that with like Lyle Lovett, I believe, is the one I had that with. So that's um, crazy. Yeah. Hey Ben, if I uh, were to construct some sharpies, like deconstruct them and put them back together with different colors on the outside, uh, you think there'd be a market for that in the IP world? Uh, probably not. I think you're just wasting your time at that Dang point. It. But it's thought like... I had another business venture. <laughs> um, I mean, you could just trick them. Just, but I don't know. Why like trick them when you have a them. you have a fake pen? I mean, you know, there's no tricking there. It's just done for yeah. you, my friend. Yeah, Anyways. Okay. They make that first mark and see if it's a different color. They may just stop right there, and you just get a line. Well, that would happen anyway. Uh, no matter how you're tricking them, that's going to be the case. It's still a signature. I mean, they signed a, their line. So yeah, it's their <laughs> line, man. Well, I think, I, funnily enough, Zane, I think on the my sharpies where I got mine uh, personalized, I think you could pick the colors of the caps separately than the ink. I'm not sure, but. Ooh, there you go. If you're an IP or you heard Troy, go check well, that out. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. It'd be but. fake. Uh, yeah, anyway, so let's. Uh, anybody got anything on this topic uh, before we move on to our fanatic feedback? Uh, anything, anything on spotting a fake, either TTM or purchases? Any, last call. I just, I had one that uh, I thought for sure that was real because I had a private address that was unpublished. I had uh that i had sent the photo to i had a good story because i knew the person in a previous life and then i posted it online and b mart burst my bubble <laughs> and it was uh it was an auto pen and as soon as i saw it, the other examples it was pretty obvious and so yeah just do your research that's good i like that so, so basically emotion got in the way of you possibly seeing the truth yeah, I mean, I saw it a lot with uh, Chris Pratt with Guardians of the Galaxy because people were like, oh, I got it back. I sent to the set and they all had the three little hearts after it. And, right. you know, love Chris Pratt with the three little hearts. And right. it's like, no, nope, those line up exactly. So exactly. So uh, don't let your emotions get uh, in front of the truth. So if you, you know, are super excited about this return you got, you know, calm down and <laughs> look at it and judge it properly. Yeah, thanks, we'll, Ben. We'll, we'll leave it on that, okay? Uh, we're going to move on to fanatic feedback. Woo! Um, this is uh, the segment where you guys write in and ask us questions, and we answer them uh, to the best of our ability. We got three in this week. Uh, this one comes from Al Joritz. 
uh it says hey guys long time no see uh i recently got back into the hobby and just sent out a new batch of ttms the first in probably four years for me <laughs> what are your tips for people coming back into the hobby after a significant time away also what photo sites are you uh, guys using nowadays thanks um Let's see. On the photos, we are experimenting with Amazon photos. Uh, Mike's done it. I've done it. Um, and that's working out pretty well. Mail picks, I think. Was that the one we were using before? Mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Okay. Mail picks. I, I used them for about three years straight. Yeah. And they're slower. Um, and uh, But their prices are decent. So that's obviously a choice. But this Amazon Prime photo stuff... Uh, you get the photos in like, you know, five days sometimes. So um, I, I've been loving it. Um, so if, when it comes to photo sources, I would say jump on the Amazon train while you can until they shut down copyright stuff. <laughs> so uh, what do you guys think on that? Yep. That's what I'm using right now. Yep. Um, so tips coming back into the hobby after you've been off four years. Um, this is kind of what the, the situation I'm in. Um <laughs> Before I um, kind of wrote to everybody and had a form letter, didn't put a lot of thought into it. I was just cranking, cranking out the TTMs and um, personally coming back, trying to come back, came back with the failed attempt of the tiny cards, a semi failed attempt. And now trying to come back with another process. Um, I'm putting a lot more thought into actually interacting with the people I'm writing to um, with the story and um getting better quality returns over quantity um but still having a process that makes it easy and fast because time is money um that is what, how i'm coming at it um also star tiger is still by far the best source to use um so don't have to worry about that changing you guys got any tips for coming in four years later uh, <laughs> you know how was how was the hobby changed in four years i, I would say just enjoy it don't don't try and go, you know, full throttle and get burnt out and then take another four years off. Just enjoy it as a hobby. That's all. That's kind of a motto on our podcast. Uh, even with our show, we say put life first and collecting, you know, wherever it goes. Um, but, you know, don't make this uh, a hassle in your life where you're dreading having to sit down and write TTMs. Um, <laughs> that's not a place where you want to be when you're in a hobby. A hobby is supposed to be fun. So yeah, that's good advice. Just take it easy, enjoy it, and go at whatever pace you're comfortable with. Um, don't try to catch up for those four years you missed. <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and move on to Money Mike. Uh, it's a pretty funny little message here. Um, he says, you're soon to be favorite feedbacker here. Uh, here's one for all you in your parents' basements making the podcast. Just kidding. It doesn't look like a basement. We all have kids. I don't. <laughs> we are the I don't. Oh, whatever. <laughs> okay, you guys don't. But I, I was being just general. The general we. <laughs> At least I hope I don't. Uh, the Mart, not that he knows about. Um. Anyways, uh, he says great t uh great TTMers who stop signing. He's bringing that up as a topic. Uh, Grace Slick, Jim Level seems to stop signing with lots of returns. Coming back unsigned now. Uh, as well as just today, I saw the Secret Service agent, Clint Hill, who was a TTM legend with historical buffs, has posted on his Facebook page that he no, will no longer be signing TTM and his reasoning behind it. Um, he 
He says, this is my three and a half cent ramble. You can PayPal me that three and a half cents if you run the topic. We're not going to run it as a topic. We, uh, we're going to actually talk about it right now. Um, and this happens. I mean, this has always been part of the hobby. And what you'll find, as with, like Clint Hill has said this, I think, twice before. So, uh, obviously, he's given in to the pressure of getting, like, I, I think what happens is, like, I'm done signing. These people, you know, selling my stuff on eBay. How dare they? <laughs> and then they get a letter from, like, a kid who, like, you know, like, is, like, five years old and is writing in crown colors. And, like, is like, I, I, I'm a big history buff, and I appreciate your service to the United States of America. And they're like, my heart. I'm going to go sign again. That's what I imagine happens. But um, with a lot of these people, some will stop signing. It's going to happen. I mean, especially with the internet and ruining addresses and all that stuff, it is part of the hobby that people are going to stop signing. Uh, but some come back. Uh, Jim Lovell, I, I thought I'd never see the day Jim Lovell would sign TTM again. Um, but he did. Yeah, I got uh, him back earlier this year. Yeah. And now he stopped again, it seems like. So like, it, it cycles, man. Um, I'm, I wouldn't, it's not anything to worry about. Um, like people that I, I guess there, there is actively ruining addresses, like people that are kind of just lazy with the address and throw it around everywhere. And then like, it just becomes flooded. Um, that is kind of annoying on my end. Like, I don't, I don't like that, but, uh, nothing ring, you can't do it about it. That's other people. That's what they do. You can't, they're doing their hobby and you got to do your hobby and you can't control what other people, people's ethics are in the hobby. So, yeah, I've um, seen, I've seen more, not just because of flooding, like as in multiple people flooding an address, but you, you see the people that send 20 things in one, you know, letter request. And that's right. when people start like, you know, <laughs> right. not good. Like, there's a, there's been several people on Star Tiger that uh, maybe it was just one guy actually where he'd send all the custom trading cards to celebrities um, and fifteen or twenty a bit of time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so that type of flooding I think is is more of a of a thing than actually flooding an address sometimes. And but, I just want to put it out there, like I'm all for if you want to get that stuff signed TTM. Um, there's a right way to do it. Um, if you're going to ask for 20 signatures, you're going to pay, you need to pay money and you need to ask the person, like I would send a letter of basically a letter of request and say, hi, I'm so-and-so I'd like to get these 20 items signed by you. If I gave you 20 bucks or 25 bucks, would you sign these 20 items? Mm -hmm. Um, if it's a lower level person, most likely they're going to say yes. And, um, you know, that the items you're getting back are probably worth more, way more than that. So, um, that's the right way to do it. In my opinion, I don't think I don't judge people who do it in general. I just think that's the way you should do it. Uh, not the way where you just say, I like your show, sign my 20 items. <laughs> like that's ridiculous. Yeah. But, uh, okay. Uh, anybody got anything else on people stopping, uh, signing TTM? Wade Boggs seems to be on and off. I think he's off again now. I'm not sure. <laughs> I think that's he's just like in a drunken. He's in a drunken coma every like two months, <laughs> and they just they wake him up and it's like, "Hey, Wade, you got to sign some stuff." Oh, what year is it? That's that's one of those cases of people sending twenty cards and five mm -hmm. boxes, yeah, and being like sign everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. Send him money. He'll sign. Just, exactly. Yeah. That's yeah. what like, money is the thing. Like people will sign for money. Like that's, that's their time they're putting into it. And the least you could do is throw them some bucks. Like that's $25 for, you know, five minutes for them to sign. Like that's a pretty good deal. I sent one card, his his rookie card to him four times. It finally on the fourth time he signed it. He would sign all the other cards. <laughs> I, I raised the money each time. First, I was starting off like $5 a card. And I would send off like two cards. He'd skip, skip that card. Okay. So I did $10 a card. He'd skip that card. Sent him. Finally, the last one, I only sent that card in like 10 bucks, and he finally sent, he signed it and sent it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so he funny. would not sign that card to me for, like I said, it took like three or four tries before I finally got it. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, just be be kind. These people are doing you a service, and uh, don't flood them. So, uh, moving on to the last question, we have. Wait, do we do all of them? <laughs> no. Okay. So the last question is coming from Rich Martin. Uh, Rich says, "I recently discovered the podcast, and I'm hooked. Uh, do you have any luck with signed baseballs via TTM?" Uh, any tips would be greatly appreciated. Please keep up all the great work and do more frequent shows. I'll really uh, address that first. Uh, all the best, Rich. So frequent shows. I, I know you guys probably want to see a weekly podcast. We used to do a weekly podcast. It was actually called Autograph Weekly. Um, what happens with that is it's a higher stress situation. We are comfortable designating two to three hours a week of our time or every two weeks of our time to do this show. But we want this to be uh, something we do for fun and have a good time doing it. When it turns into a job and something we have to do every single week, mm -hmm. um, it just doesn't work out, guys. I, I've been down this road a couple times, um, and bi-weekly gives us enough time to kind of catch our breath in between shows and really enjoy it and look forward to it. Uh, if it's every week, it becomes more of a job. So... Um, and we're not getting paid for anything. We're doing this for, you know, our enjoyment mainly and to promote our channels and, you know, eBay and stuff. But um, that's really why we only do uh, bi-weekly. Um, but um, baseballs, autograph TTM. I've done a few. Uh, I used the wrong pen. I sent a pen and it ended up fading in the sun uh, when I displayed the baseballs. Um, so I'm going to throw it to Ben. Are you available to talk about some baseballs signed and what, what yeah. pens you should use? Uh, just a big ballpoint blue pen or black pen, whichever you prefer. I prefer blue, but, um, obviously don't use Sharpie because it bleeds. <laughs> use, use a real major league baseball, spend the money. It'll look nice. Don't what about try the, uh, what about the fake or the, uh, damaged balls, the R, uh, the RLM LB ones or whatever. Those, those are what, those are okay. But it's just like, you'd spend the money. It's like 15 bucks at Walmart to like, I mean, it's like, but what if you're getting like a guy that like played like one game in the majors? What, what I mean, like, I mean, classic, if you want your, classic China baseball, that's personal preference. <laughs> if, if you want it to um, look nice, I, I want my stuff to look nice because I'm OCD, but it's just like, you know, I would have it. Um, I would take the time and effort to make it look nice. And though that's just me, but if you cut corners, your autograph will cut corners too. So yeah, that's true. Um, when it comes to shipping it, um, Mike, have you shipped any baseballs, Troy? Any large items? 
I don't do a lot of baseballs, but from what I would have heard and what most guys do, they'll put it in a Ziploc baggie. So apparently that helps it. Uh, mm. I don't know if that rubs or what, but a lot of guys will do a padded envelope and put the pen in there and then just have another padded envelope return bubble mailer. I, I don't, I don't collect baseballs, so I don't send them through the mail. I'm sure it's probably expensive to send it to, but. Well, the baseball itself is expensive. So, um, they, go, go ahead, Chase. I said, I've sent several through the mail. If you go to my YouTube, I actually have a tutorial that shows how I do it. But, um, yeah, I, I get, you know, the official balls. I cover it with tissue paper. That way it doesn't rub, like, on the way back. It, it doesn't rub inside, like, hey, I use bubble mailers. Um, I think it's, like, like, now it's, like, five, six bucks each way and i put the pin in because if you don't put a pin in it's going sharpie it's whatever they have with them with the time they're signing so if you i would definitely put the pin in um as mike was saying some people do put them in um like sandwich bags kind of like the tissue paper i don't like sandwich bags just because again it's still rubbing on that so it could smear um but yeah, they, you know. Do you use an address label? Um, like, a, do you go to click and ship and uh, use that as a return uh, envelope? Or do you just put postage on the. I just put stamps on it. Uh, I think actually, once you start to get into items, like bigger items that go first class, because uh, I ship a lot, <laughs> um, it may be worth it to just buck up and do click and ship and do a label to and a label from put it on each envelope and uh, do it that way. Um, that way you have an official postage already on there. There's no stamps that are going to fall off and you're not going to get like, you don't have to guess on like postage due and stuff like that. Um, it's just a lot more clear cut in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's the way I would definitely go. Another I tip I would say is to test the pen before you send it for oh, like- yeah five seconds because if you buy it read straight out of a package and don't test it it's probably gonna take a few tries and the person's not gonna sit there and take a few tries before they sign it they're just gonna straight up sign it so um i would test it before you send it out and you know get it going for two three times before putting it in the package for example i'm actually sending out a bunch of stuff to get signed by the cast here uh we got some swag coming (laughs) And uh, I got to send out to everybody to get some stuff signed. And on top of everything is going to be a crappy 8x10 to uh, test the marker out on before they actually sign all the items. Mm. So that no matter where you are, no matter what you're going to sign. Huh? (laughs) We can have some interesting signatures on the test piece. Yeah, definitely. You can write whatever you want on the test piece. Maybe we'll give away the test piece as a prize. (laughs) I I like what you said about the click and ship because... I'm pretty sure if you use like paypal.com slash ship now and stuff like that, that, business rates. that you would, well, not only that, but as soon as they put it in the mail and, and if you have that informed delivery, you'll get that tracking notification that, right. you know, awaiting ship or not awaiting because that happens when you make it. But that's interesting. Yep. Yep. I think that's the way to go. The only, um, uh, if you're going overseas, I think they need the date that it's being shipped. And I think it's more important overseas to have that date correct that's being shipped. Oh. Um, uh, click and ship, you do, I think, put the date that it's being shipped. Uh, but I think oh. if it's backdated, it's not as big of an issue. 
Okay. Uh, if it's forward dated, obviously it would be an issue. So yeah. uh, if you ah. guys know anything about click and ship and doing TTMs that way, let us know. Um, I've definitely used click and ship back and forth with other items through business, but I've never done it using TTMs. So oh. um, anyway, hey, hey, I had a question for you. What do you think of the uh, Steedler pins, like the blue Steedler pins on balls? I've seen some short or like sign with that. Those are okay. I mean, but I that's just another preference thing. It's just, I mean, that is ink. And I mean, those ink, they, Stadler is the company that the pens that they give with Panini and stuff like that. Um, that's an official, like, I've seen it happen. Like, Panini gives them Stadlers or similar to Stadlers to sign on their cards and stuff. So, I mean, it's going to be look good on any surface. I mean, it's meant to look good on any surface. But me, I prefer cards on that. And it's a ball. I would just go ballpoint pen. That's what I prefer. So everybody wants, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's the safest bet you have uh, in order for it to not bleed or fade, basically. So, and it's not like a 100% guarantee. Nothing is, but it's just like, right. you know, you're 95%. It won't do that. Right. So. Okay, boys and girls, we're running so late here. So uh, <laughs> we're going to move on. Uh we, uh, we, we still have a whole case against to do. It's going to take so long, guys. Man, I, I don't know how we're going to get through this. Um, but we're going to move on to the giveaway winner for last week. Um, as you guys know, I have a business called Fabric Fobs. I take celebrity clothing and put them in keychains. We give away a Beyonce Fabric Fob, piece of her clothing on the back, um, and picked a winner. And the winner is... Al Joritz. Congratulations, Al. You have won the Beyonce Fabric Fob. Uh, we'll get that out to you ASAP. And the new giveaway is going to be uh, showed to you by Mikey. We are going to give away a 10-pack of these autograph card sketch cards so you can send to somebody and they can draw you a picture. 10 cards of the artist cards for sketching by the autograph card. Yep. So the custom cards we were talking about in our TTM tools segment, um, you can get those for free. All you got to do is go to our website, autographersanonymous.com uh, or graphersaa.com. It's a shorter URL, same, same place. Um, and I just so happened to redesign it over the last week. Uh, we have some new graphics to use for the show, which may or may not be used in our swag coming up. Um, so go there, and there's a link on the right-hand side, and it uh, says giveaway. Click that uh, and fill out the form and answer this question. What is your best sketch that you got TTM or a sketch that you got on a purchase? Um it could either be a very elaborate sketch you got from a newspaper artist, like a cartoon artist, or it could be a smiley face next to a signature that you got. If that's all you got, tell us the smiley face person. But um, uh, answer that question in uh, on the giveaway page, autographersanonymous.com or graphersaa.com, same place. And uh, answer that question. You'll be entered to win the 10-pack of the autograph card artist cards. So smiley faces count. Smiley faces count. That's a sketch. Right there, D Wallace. Right sketch, there. sketch, my friend. Um, <laughs> on, it is pretty sketch. Ninja Turtles by Paul Laird. 
Yeah, that's a legit one. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, oh, there's go, a, go, go there's a good question from John. Do lip prints count? Lip prints count for um, a sketch. For a sketch? Sure, I'll allow it. Yeah, lip okay. prints count. Um, technically, they didn't use their hands to sketch it, but it's fine. There you go. The case against Shaquille. Shactimus Prime O'Neill, born 1963 to parents Shaquanda and Thomas. Um, Shaquille O'Neal um, signs TTM. That's what we hear from everybody, right? Um, we're better to start off than the certified auto. Certified Tops Auto. Um, this is about as fancy as it gets, folks. You have the O and Shaq and the, 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 the number. Those two things do not show up all the time in his signatures, as you will see. Here we have an authentic Shaq uncut signed book. This was actually um, signed back in, I believe, the early 90s, mid 90s. Um, and you have the Shaq with the O and the long tail. But that was early on, guys. What's he doing now? Oh, this is also from the same book. But we get a 33 inscription here, which is nice. Notice on the 33, the 3 is very not, uh, not very defined in the middle. Not much of a uh, crest there. It's almost a straight line on this one and just a little bump on this one. Note that. Also, the 33 is quite large for what we're about to see. This is a book written by his mother, Lucille O'Neill, and uh, also signed by Shaq. So, as you can see, as the years went on, Shaq's signature uh, devolved into literally just Shaq. Um, that's the most common signature now. Got the 33, though, which is a plus. And as you can see, barely any bump in the middle of the three, barely any bump in the middle of the three, but a little one. Moving on. Another Lucille O'Neill signed book with her son, Shaq. And this time we just got Shaq. <laughs> Uh-oh, Houston, we have a problem. Uh, we don't have a lot of time left on this podcast, and I don't think it's going to take a lot of time here, guys. These are TTMs from Shaquille O'Neal. If you look over here at the number, yeah, it's not 33. It's 32. But the number is itty bitty tiny, and the middle part is defined. It's not really uh, a minor bump like the others. The two you can't really compare other than its tininess compared to the other numbers. Uh, ignore the Hall of Fame because I couldn't find any legit Hall of Fame signed stuff from him. I didn't search very long. I'm sure it's out there. Um, so you have the Shack, which looks different automatically, and the O'Neill which is separated, and uh, I barely even see an O here. So nothing like his authentics, which, by the way, the authentics that it's rare to get an O'Neill, like these were signed back in the mid-'90s, and also his certifieds, which he gets paid for. Mm -hmm. um, so again, TTM. So obviously a lot of things wrong here. TTM, no O, no connection there. 
tiny little three, the obviously pronounced middle parts, not like the minor bump on the authentics. You can't really compare the four. And the Hall of Fame, you can't really do anything with because I don't have an example. Again, TTM. Always a little more pronounced here, but disconnected here. Uh, again, let me just pop back here so you guys can see. Just not even close. Very quick signature, uh, authentically, and this is a very calculated signature. Uh, I'm just going to scroll through these because they're just terrible. Um, that one, the S is just totally off. It almost looks like story rather than shack. It floats on through instead of one quick swoop. Same here. And same here. Um, okay, guys, that's really all the evidence you need. Um, I'm sure the guys will bring up other evidence in what I've shown. Uh, but uh, this. Okay, um, so obviously it's fake, dude. It's secretarial, like 100%. I don't even know why you guys picked Shaq. It's like the most obvious one we've ever done. What are you guys thinking? Henry Winkler would have been like a million times more interesting to do because everybody thinks Henry Winkler is authentic, and it would be um, – Interesting, because he acted nervous when I brought it up to him. I'm just saying, why do we do Shaq? It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. It's fake. He probably uses the same guy Hulk Hogan uses down there to sign secretarials. I shouldn't have said that, because he may be one we do down the line. I'm pretty uh, good at it, too. So I just made this one. <laughs> there you go. You can get a, a Troy Water Shaq autograph. <laughs> Still have him an email, and he'll send it out to you. I can do Carrie it's Fisher. real as the ones you're getting TTM, folks. Uh, <laughs> Oh, sorry, Ben. I muted you because it was uh, the background. Um, let's see. <laughs> and I can't unmute you. Give me a second. Uh, I'm going to throw it to Mike. Mike's got some evidence, and I'll try to get Ben unmuted. All right. Um, I, I think people picked Shaq this week because they knew we were going to be running long, so this is going to be a quick segment. But here is a classic TTM. I think everyone has gotten this. Um I'll show that just in a second. I did do two printouts. What I looked at, and I'm going to circle it on the, this is a book, and I circled the O'Neill part. I'm assuming this is O'Neill, but if you see that little curl there, and here's a, another certified one on, let's see, where is it? That's uh, there it is on the O'Neill part. You see a little curl on almost every single TTM. It looks like just a C. There is no tail to to the O'Neill part. And I'm talking about this little guy right there. So take that off. If you got basically a C, it, it's probably secretarial. Um, I mean, there, there's, I don't think I could find any evidence that um, the TTMs that people have gotten have been submitted to PSA, Beckett. I couldn't find any of them that were certified. Um, I'm part of a couple groups that do nothing but, you know, PSA submissions, and every single one of them has come back fake. Um, rumor is his dad is signing from the address in uh, Florida here. But I mean, if you look on the TTMs, this little, 
part right here is what I'm talking about. It's just, it's a C. There's no curl to it. And I mean, there's there's other obvious stuff that you know you can look at and Zane you know touched on, but it, it's obvious. But again, we're running long, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see, uh, Troy. I got nothing. Uh, I just I, I've never was like it's legit, guys. You don't know what you're talking I, about. I mean, I think they're pretty obviously. You know, and it's a shame because you you have um, Dirk Nowitzki who seems to be signing actually signing and then you have Shaq and people get excited and you know you get into that whole thing do you tell people or do you let them believe it and it's like I'm not going to be that guy but I'm just like yeah okay yeah I mean this is what the, this is our opinion this is what the segment's for yeah. we do investigation but I yeah I'd this say, wasn't hard but like like telling people yeah. we're just telling yeah. people this is our opinion we're not telling them this, the sad thing is, like, if you look on Star Tiger, I think he has a, almost 150 photos listed, and I'd say 90% of them are TGM, and they're listed as authentic. But there is a disclaimer on his his listing that says it's probably, you know, a secretarial, yeah. auto pen, preprint, whatever the standard, you know. Uh, yeah. Go to, the forums, go to the forums. There's a discussion about it, and that's yeah. where it sends you. Yeah. Chase? Um in my looking at it, if you see him, if you see him like actually signing stuff, when he does the S, he starts at the bottom, kind of goes up and over, and then goes the rest. Now, if you look at the TTMs, there's obviously a start and stop where he goes the other way, so they're going the wrong direction. the The pin strokes are going the other way. Hmm. I mean, pretty pretty obvious if you, if you look at it how how the ink is laid which direction you start and then end yeah it's completely different it's garbage <laughs> you guys are giving us such easy ones now you got to pick the controversial stuff okay as a host i'm asking you this is all based on you guys we're not going to pick anything that you guys don't pick uh but as a host i'm begging you pick the stuff that's interesting that challenges the narrative of being authentic or fake. That's the stuff that's really going to peeve people off. And because uh, this is obvious, man. I don't know anybody that would disagree with this unless somebody just loves Shaq. Oh, Ben has I, his finger I, I think Ben wants to talk. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'm going to unmute Ben. I think his air conditioner is running. Um, so, um, Ben. Better go out and catch it. I think you can unmute yourself. Okay, there we go. Okay, so um, it's also just a common sense thing. One, the guy's in every commercial ever for the general, so it's just like he doesn't have time. Uh, he's also a DJ that's actually at music festivals a lot, so it's just he doesn't have time. And he's not in Florida all the damn time. And number three is that on his TTMs, he's switching up numbers. Like he wore 32 for the uh, Magic and then 34 for the Lakers. And then he switched to 33, I think, for the Cavs and 36 with the Celtics and 32 with the Suns. So, mm -hmm. I mean, he's not going to take the time to discern. He's a busy guy. He's not going to keep going, okay, this one I'm 34, this one I'm 32, this one I'm 36. Right. Like that's – it's – A, it's just he has no time. It's like yep. he's not in order all the time. He's traveling for basketball. He's got a DJ gig. He's got business ventures. Like he doesn't have time to sign DTM. Yep. Yeah, he's also in Carnival uh, Cruise commercials now. So <laughs> he's in everything. He's like in every commercial ever. 
which is cool. I mean, if you can get that money, get that scratch, man. But he ain't signing your TTMs. So uh, just know that. Well, in our opinion. I'll send uh, hate mail to Zane at Autographers. So yeah, no, that's not an email address. <laughs> Zane at zanesavage.com. Oh, there you go. Do hate mail. <laughs> um, okay, uh, so that is conclusive. I thought it'd be a little faster than that. We rambled on. I think we were just complaining about how stupid it was we had to do this, the Shaq one. But um, we do what you guys want. We are your uh, autograph slaves. So uh, give us what you want, and we will do it. Um, no. No, we will. We will on the case against. <laughs> okay. You can put you can put you can all put right. uh all the secretarials up there. In some cases, the secretarial stuff is interesting. Shaq was not one of those. Hmm. So um that's it. We're done. We've <laughs> we've gone long. This has been an enjoyable podcast. Shaq uh TTMs are not real. Deal with it, people. Sorry. Our opinion. Maybe you're right in some universe. Um but uh, just want to remind you guys, go to Fanatic Feedback, um, autographersanonymous.com, graphersaa.com. Again, takes you to the same place. Um, you can click Fanatic Feedback on the sidebar, and um, <clears throat> it will take you to a page where you can send us a question for the next show. So if you want to be technically on the show, do that. Thank you to all the people that were live in chat. We really enjoyed the discussion and feedback with you guys. Helps us uh, figure out some stuff sometimes. And uh, I think you guys enjoyed the community. So thank you so much. Um, and oh, also uh, on the website, we added, like I said, I edited it, made it prettier. <laughs> and also added some links for some of our YouTube pages. So um, I think Mike, Chase, and Troy are the active YouTubers right now who make mail day videos. Um, I added links on our main page for those guys. So if you want to subscribe to them, you can either click down below in this video, or if you're listening on audio podcast, go to our website, click the links there. Um, promotion time, Mike. Okay. Uh, you can go to, obviously the website has them all, but uh, check out autographs for a cure.com. That's, you know, where I'm doing some website work for autographs for a cure. Um, I've been super busy at work, so I haven't updated in a couple weeks, but I'm, I'm working on it again, side, side hobby, but yeah, check it out. YouTube also been making content on there. So Troy, uh, well, you can find me pretty much everywhere with the handle TTM autograph, including the website, TTMautograph.com. Uh, like the website a lot because I have card sets listed by, year so you can see everything i have including the 1991 don russ set which i'm at like 306 out of 700 right now so nope, troy out look at that set and see what you got in your set oh, i thought you were going to say start signing cards and putting them on ebay don't well, do that don't no. do that well yeah. <laughs> i am a sucker for money so so yeah so why don't we go over to chase uh, yep, YouTube, Chase and Inc. Um, I now have uh, Instagram. Just started kind of poking around with that, so you can find me there as well. Um, that's about it. And and your link is also down below. All the YouTubers have their links down below, along with uh, autographs for a cure and my stuff. Uh, ben, um, I have I have zero things to promote. So go <laughs> go much like the Tampa Bay Lightning wins zero in the playoffs. Um, okay. So hey man, hey hey. <laughs> but go go to uh, Autographs for a Cure. Go to Zane's eBay store and go to these other guys' links. So cool. 
Um, so uh, on my end, um, I want to promote something I don't usually promote. I promoted it a couple of times. Uh, identify your autographs on Facebook. If you just type that in Facebook, identify your autographs. Um, I would really appreciate some collectors to be in there um, to help identify. I get, I mean, it gets a lot of uh, different requests every day to help identify stuff. It's, I think it's the biggest identify uh, solely uh, autograph identification group on Facebook. There's obviously some groups that are just generic autograph groups that have a lot more members that can help you, but this is the biggest like specific identification group. So uh, go check that out and like it and um, go to the community page and help some people out. These are just people, normal people who don't really collect. They found an autograph. They don't know who it is. And uh, with our knowledge, we can help them out. It's a good, it's a goodwill kind of project that I started years ago and it's grown to a point where I can't do it by myself. Um, I do have some friends that help me with it, but I need some more help. So go check that out. Um, eBay store, bargain history, buy autographs on eBay. That's my eBay store, bargain history. Uh, link down below. Fabric fobs. Uh, it's a freaking keychain with celebrity clothing in it. Go buy my stuff. It's on Etsy. Links down below. And uh, that's it. So um, hope you enjoyed the show. And you take care, all of you autograph addicts. Thank you.